have it. It is the rock and roll time again. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook. It is January 18th, 2022, and the zombies are amongst us. How have you prepared? And it's absolutely time for you to come in out of the dark, settle down by the fire, and have a drink and fall down some rabbit holes with us. It is, after all, episode 57 of Shooting the Shit at the Rogue's Tavern. And you can get all the show notes for this over at therogetavern.com, where all the links we discuss here in the show will be there for you to look at. We bring receipts. We just don't always publish them here. And this show is exclusively live-streamed on Odyssey simply because we got tired of dealing with the bullshit from YouTube and the double speak backwards talk and all the other crap that I just couldn't play when I was on YouTube and now I can play all kinds of cool shit before we get started I've got something really great for you here and this is the new theme song one two three four I told you so Remember when I 
say that I told you so. I told you so. new theme song for the show <laughs> i don't know we'll play that most every show but hey gotta gotta really be entertaining i like that one all right before we get too diving into it it is time for our weekly spiritual reading from the 1975 version of the king james bible i think it's a 75 version i can never seem to remember that it was given to me in 1973 version. It's 1973 version. And tonight's special reading comes to us direct from <coughs> Book of Matthew, chapter 7, <clears throat> verse 1 through 23. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye met, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But consider not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite! First cast out the beam of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast be your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again, and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given you. 
Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom of if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how good how good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things unto them that ask him? Therefore all things, whatever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law of the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there go, there be go <clears throat> and many there be which go into threat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there will be there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heavens, but he that doth the will of my Father which is in the heaven. Many will say to me that the day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work in equity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth not, doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them not, he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. There we go. You know, when I started out with that, I thought it was going to be kind of odd, and it didn't fit. Well, it turns out it fits very well into a lot of the themes here we got going tonight. And we're going to be diving into those, um, especially when we get down to the COVID crap, the Rona, the Wuhan flu, and all the other special idiots out there in the world today. And we've got a shitload of those in the world right now. It's just downright bloody insane. But I like to have some little fun here in the beginning. Let's um, go check out our first special video of today. Or our, actually, we got, we got several. We got three special videos, but we're going to go with the first one. Today's special video 
And this is one here. One special, special video. Get it loaded up here. Nice thing about this, although it takes some time to get things loaded, we can pretty much play everything. Here you go. This is the state of our world right now. <coughs> <laughs> I like that one. That one's kind of cool. All right. Since that was so short, we got another one. Here you go. Let's bring this other one up. I'm going to have some drags here on everything. about driving this truck you have no business driving this truck or anything else we took a vote and we all in agreement that you can't drive anything besides the country into the ground that's not my opinion that's everybody else's opinion we're all in, in accordance to this idea that you can't drive shit you suck at everything that you do you're just digging a hole for all of us it's not fair to anybody you're a total nimrod and you're not driving this truck Emotional damage. <laughs> now, that could be, you know, overlaid Photoshop or whatever, but hey, you know, it actually fits quite nicely. And we have zombies out and about. Let's have the zombies and watch the zombie horde go crazy. As we wait for everything to load. Because unfortunately, we've got to wait for shit to load. We're just going to leave the sound off on this because there's no point in sound for this one. Zombies out and about, man. Filling their gas tanks. This is the people out there in the world today, folks. It's just downright insanity. We're not going to watch the whole thing. All right. Here we go. Let's wander about. <clears throat> Let's get into the show. We got lots and lots to cover here. Some will be good. Some will be not so good. It'll be entertaining at the very, very least. And we'll see how it all goes. Let's start with some good stuff here, though. For those of you that are prepared or are still preparing or haven't even begun, this is some information to maybe help you out. One thing you'll want to do is grow more trees. You definitely want more trees because trees are going to be the biggest thing you need in life. You know, 
You can grow trees for lots of different uses, diversifications. You can grow trees to grow fruit on, grow trees for wood. This is a pretty good article. It talks about different trees, what they do, what you can use them for, how and where to grow your trees. If you've got larger homestead property, I envy you. But you get what you can within your property without completely impacting your growing space for all the foods you're going to need to grow. Another article I've got here for you, some random garden tips. Growing some peanuts. Now this is one that I'm bringing forward partly because I needed to get up to speed on this. I've never grown peanuts, but I am growing them this year. Peanuts are a good thing to grow. I hear they're pretty easy to grow. So they provide lots of nutrition. They're very prolific. And the one big problem with them is they need lots of water. So you've got to have it, be able to provide the water with them. You know, and they're very tasty. Unless, of course, you happen to have an allergy, and then you're kind of screwed. But if you don't, you want to look into this article, get yourself some peanut seeds, find out about growing them in your area. It's a very excellent annual so you got to plant them every year and they're kind of weird in that they produce a flower then they send a little spine down into the ground which then produces the nut underground and it's not actually a nut it's a bean it's a legume but they've just been labeled as as nuts so it's kind of an interesting one it's one that i'm going to hopefully do very well with this year it's my very first time growing them with some actual seed that should sprout I've tried growing them in the past, but the seed was probably too old or something else was wrong with it and it just didn't work. But this year, going to be different. And I look forward to it. The other nice thing about peanuts is if you grow them and do some crop rotation around your garden, you can grow them one year in the area where you were growing tomatoes or some other um, highly um, nitrogen um sucking plants such as tomatoes and others that use lots of nitrogen you grow these in here these will restore nitrogen to the soil for you i don't know if they can be grown with with uh, tomatoes and other things that's something i'm still looking into but if they will grow with tomatoes it'd be a good thing to grow your tomatoes grow peanuts in alongside your tomatoes they'll provide nitrogen for the tomatoes as they grow hey anything you can do in Companion planting is an amazing thing to help you increase your yield in the smallest area possible. I don't have a lot of place to grow, so I'm trying to maximize all the growing I can do with it. So it's something you will want to look at too on here. Now another random garden thing, and this is something that the Rogue's Tavern is going to be starting. We're working on how to pull this one together. It's a seed exchange. Now, the first part of the seed exchange the Rogue's Tavern is going to be doing is it's becoming more and more popular to make sourdough bread. And creating your own sourdough starter from scratch is a hit and miss thing. And it can sometimes take weeks to get a sourdough starter up and going. But the Rogue's Tavern, we have sourdough starter, dehydrated sourdough starter that's 140 years old. And we can mail it to you. Well... I do currently sell it, but what I'm going to do is we're going to be listing in the store pretty soon where if you have seeds to exchange, you send us some seeds, we will send you the Rogue Sourdough Starter. So you can get your own sourdough starter started. 
We got all the instructions and everything on the website on how to rehydrate the starter and get it going and get it off to a good start. So within, it takes about five days to get the uh, dehydrated starter up and running to where you can make your first loaf of uh, sourdough bread. So this is something you want to look into and this is something that is coming down the pike. And let's see, I don't have a whole lot of gardening stuff or uh, farm, um, farmstead this week. I've got so much stuff in here that hasn't been covered in the past. I'm trying to play catch up on it. Um, but we do have one thing here. You want to worry about our food supply? Here you go. What the fuck are they doing? This is some kind of scam going on right now. Okay. U.S. farmers are planting cover crops. They're being paid to plant these cover crops to crush them into the soil. Um, as carbon offset credits to show a greenhouse emission reduction. And the carbon credits are used by companies to offset this thing. This carbon credit thing is the biggest fucking scam we've got going next to the carbon tax. I'm not sure which one's worse, the carbon credit offset or the carbon tax that they charge us here in Canada and many other countries are doing the same fucking thing. Just downright insane. But this is a very interesting article, and I didn't even realize this was going on. It's like I understand farmers planting cover crops for crop rotation and all the other stuff that they need. But to just start planting this stuff because someone's paying them to do it, and it doesn't even... You, further in this article, it goes on to talk about what it costs them in seed and stuff doesn't even make up for what they get paid. So they're losing money doing this somehow. It's really downright bizarre how it's working. Just one strange thing after another out there. It's like we got, we got scams upon scams upon scams of all of this stuff going on. Uh, let's see some other tips on your homestead. Here is an interesting one. If you've got yourself your own small homestead, be it a small house homestead, a large farm homestead, whatever it might be, Here's an article for 35 ways you can make money from your homestead. And it's a pretty good guide on things to do from your homestead. Uh, listing up multiple ways to make an extra buck or two. Maybe make the money you need to pay some bills, buy a few essentials that you can't grow or produce. You know, And this is going to happen more and more in the coming future. We got more of this coming down the way. So let's pop in to see what some we got. You got food gardening. You know, sell your homemade preserves. All well and good. You got to remember, though, the jars cost money. So you got to be able to provide for that. So you got to charge enough to do that. I do some of it dehydrated goods. This is an easy one because you can actually do this with almost zero cost. Your main cost is your input for time, labor, water. And then, you know, if you use an electric dehydrator or electricity, but if it's nice summer out and you've built yourself an outdoor solar dehydrator, which is what I'm building this year, your dehydration costs are zero. <coughs> Free solar energy, man. Lots of ways to do that. You know, expand your garden out. Now, this is something I've already done. Growing more than enough produce where you have enough to sell at a farmer's market or even make a roadside stand in front of your house and sell it there. 
Lots of good useful there. You won't make a lot of money, but you might make the extra few bucks you need for that, you know, a couple gallons of milk, you know, the extra bottle of Tylenol, some bread, some other things that you haven't gotten around to making. You know, you can do the same thing with dried herbs and spices mixes. This is something else the Rogue's Tavern does. We make our own blends of herbal spices, hot pepper spices, and more. You know, plant extra and sell seedlings, another thing that the Rogue's Tavern does. So these things actually do work. And while I made money last year at the uh, farmer's markets, I, you know, technically lost money because I spent more to produce everything to, than I did in, in recoups and sales. But last year was my first year doing it, and I had a lot of startup costs. I expect I might break even this year. You know, like any business, your first two, three years at it, you lose money and then you start to break even. Then you start to make money because initially you got lots of things you got to buy. You find out, oh, I need this. I need a growing mat. I need pots. I need this. And you got to keep buying things. And eventually you accumulate all the things you need. And then your only input cost is your seed and your soil. And eventually I won't even have to buy soil because I'm creating my own soil. My own unique Anconsu soil, you know, which is a biocharred soil, and I'll be using that. And the biggest thing I've got to work through now is how to sterilize the soil initially before I charge it so that I can kill all the weed seeds in it because the weed seeds grow really, really well. So these are the things you learn. But this is a really good article to go through. There's so many things in here, you know, start a cow or a goat share. I mean, yeah, that's something I'd be interested in finding out more about. I can't do that yet, maybe in a couple more years when I settle in full-time at the Oasis. All right. Here's another one for you, another article. How to predator-proof the chicken coop and run. And this is something that I'm taking kind of serious because I'm building a chicken coop. And I want to make sure when I build this chicken coop, I build it right. And I build the chicken run right. I build it secured to keep the raccoons out, keep... Um, the um, what other paw prints have I seen out there? I've seen raccoons and uh, well, the rats. I've got most of them out of out or under control. But you want to keep the you want to keep out raccoons, rats. I don't have a snake problem. Um, you also want to keep it covered over the top to keep the raptors out. You know the hawks and other other birds that come down for prey and grab them. So you want to keep your chickens happy, healthy, and safe because they're going to provide you with food. Lots and lots of food. Now, you got to keep them fed. They keep you fed. It's a circle of life. They also provide you with lots of great stuff for your garden, fresh fertilizer and other things to help your compost bin and help your plants grow better, and thereby they get more plant material. It's, it's a beautiful circle of life. Everybody helps each other out in all of this stuff. All right. Let's see what we got. Okay. That be it. That's all I've got for for the gardening, urban farming, miscellaneous stuff here tonight. It's time for us to just go crazy, wander down the rabbit holes. I think we need to start in at the climate gate. Let's go. Climate change, what was called global warming for the longest time until they realized the planet's not actually getting warmer. It's getting colder. And they went, oh, shit, we screwed up. Climate change. I've seen some entertaining debates on, uh, 
on the face crack and Twitter feeds lately. You know, people arguing climate change and versus global warming. They're going, well, climate change is different than weather. It's not weather, it's climate change. And they don't even bother to stop to listen to their own stupidity and their arguments. And that climate change, yes, it's happening. Climate change is happening. It has always happened. It will always happen on this planet. Climate change goes up, it goes down. It gets warm, it gets cold. And then they seem to think that humans are responsible for it this time when never before in the history of this planet have we blamed humans until the last, I think it's been 15, 20 years, We've been blaming humans for it since somewhere around 2000. They started blaming humans for it. Yeah, I think it was 2000 when when uh, Knucklehead, um, what's his name, flying around the globe in his giant hockey stick said that uh, um, we were going to be flooded by now because all the ice, ice caps were melting and all the glaciers were melting and... Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, some dickhead. At any rate, and then, and then all of a sudden it's getting colder. That was when we've got articles back when they said uh, the Guardian, the UK newspaper, the Guardian said they would never see snow again in England. And this year they're like buried under feet of it. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like it's been just downright insane. But we've got some fresh insanity from the Grand Solar Minimum. And which we're now in, the Grand Solar Minimum and climate change. Here's a truly fucked one. A woman has been diagnosed with climate change. That is her official diagnostic diagnosis from an insane-ass freaking doctor. You know, a Canadian doctor, of course. Only a Canadian doctor would have the termacity to fucking do something that stupid and insane. The first patient in the world to be diagnosed as suffering from climate change after she developed breathing difficulties following a historic heat wave. That was climate change, which is what they've been calling all the snowstorms this year, too. It's climate change. Okay, well, yeah, well, it's actually called the normal ups and downs of the weather. You know, over the long term, it's normal. In the short term, yeah, they're extreme. But over the long term... Go back 500 years. This has happened before. Nothing new. Nothing new under the sun, which is true more than people fully want to understand or believe. You know, well, I guess we had hundreds of people died uh, when the temperatures soared to nearly 50 degrees Celsius in June. Where did they get 50 degrees? I don't remember it being 50 degrees anywhere in Canada last summer. I know it was hot. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the hot weather. All right. So Dr. Merritt told the Glacier Media. <laughs> that just sounds like a fucking bad band name. <laughs> Dr. Merritt, Glacier Media. <laughs> so at any rate, <clears throat> downright insanity and it, you just kind of got to kind of give your head a shake when the doctor just goes, oh, I don't know what's wrong with you. We'll just call it climate change. What the hell? That seems like an appropriate diagnostics to me, diagnosis to me, is climate change. That's what you're suffering from. See, here we got another article on this one. It's the latest trend in healthcare. Now that one doctor's done it and opened the door, more of these leftards will start doing it across the globe. Just wait. 2022, we'll see a massive slide, a massive amount of 
people being diagnosed with climate change, all the left-tardy, millennial, whiny, baby craps, whatever they are, that are whining about something and this and that. and Oh, you've got climate change. That's your problem. Maybe they can use that as an excuse. I've got climate change. That's my problem. <laughs> so we've got all kinds of things. Yeah, and they're, they're saying the fires were some of the worst in history, or worst, is the worst ones ever. And no, there's been way worse fires in this history. You go back to the summer without the sun, I think it was 1816, and there's newspaper reports of massive wildfires across North America, some of them so bad that they couldn't put them out until the snows came in November. That was what finally put the fires out. I should have kept those articles handy. And we've got some amazing doublespeak here. And I like almanac.com, but sometimes I just look at it and thinking, what? Okay, now they're talking about solar cycle 25 heating up. Okay, which is, it sort of did. It's sort of been heating up in the last, in this solar cycle a little bit. But what they're not telling you in the article, unless you look deeply at the stats, is that the sunspot forecasts are a little higher than they were, but on the whole, they're still way down. Now, they go into the big explanation of the solar cycles, and it's a really good thing to know. And you'll want to check it out and understand the solar cycles because I don't care what humans do to this planet. We cannot impact this planet like that big orange blob in the sky. That little glowing disk that's just a, you know, a minuscule larger than the planets. Yeah, right? You know, well, in reality, we are just a speck compared to that sun. And they go in here and they show the consensus prediction. We've just begun solar cycle 25. And they're expecting it to be about the same as 24, which was significantly lower than 23. But that's the consensus prediction. The reality is probably going to be somewhere down below 100 sunspots throughout the solar cycle, 100 average. These are the average number of solar sunspots per year. And you can see through solar cycle 24, which Coming off of 23, which was the end of our grand solar minimum, we were just we just came out of a solar minimum, uh, uh, a solar maximum, a grand solar maximum, which is why the weather was so wonderful throughout the 90s, uh, late 80s, late 80s, 90s, up to 2000. And that's uh, into the 2000s. And then we came out of that. And then we started hitting into... Um, solar cycle 24. Now we've just begun solar cycle 25 and it's just the beginning of the grand solar minimum. We are at the very fucking beginning of it and it's going to get lower and lower and lower and it's going to unfortunately last for the rest of my lifetime. You know, because it's supposed to continue on through till 2050, 2060. You know, we get to 2064, I'll be 100 years old. So, it's uh, just one of those things. Um, I was born at the tail end of the last grand solar minimum, um, and 
I was raised through the grand solar maximum, solar maximum, and now we're back into the solar cycles going down. But this, this is what they're talking about. They don't, they don't bother talking about that. And their double speak in here continues on about it will be below average, quiet, and cool. And it's very similar to his predecessor, the weakest cycle since record keeping. Oh, geez, see, see, they don't even tell you this. Similar to solar cycle 24, one we just came out of, the weakest cycle since record keeping began in 1755. Oh, come on. Don't be, you guys are idiots. Record keeping has been going on for 400 years. Not since 1755. It's been since earlier than that. You know, they're expecting it to be the same, which they're saying it's heating up. That's not heating up. Heating up is getting hot. You know, that's the double speak there. It's not heating up. Oop, warning, vaping products contain nicotine, a highly addictive component. Whatever that meant. I don't know. Oh, here it is. They, they got a vape ad. <laughs> All right. So this is the double speak, and this is what they're doing out there. They're, they're taking the information. They present you the information. They give you a headline. People look at the headline. They might skim the information, but all they do is pay attention to the headlines. And that's it. Nothing more. Which is downright infuriating and stupid. Read the information, folks. Read the information. That's what it's there for. You know, you can make your own decisions. Don't just trust the science. Research the science. You know, you are a capable human being who is capable of reading, dissecting, and coming to a conclusion. No, you didn't make studies. No, you don't have time to make studies. But you can come to conclusions based upon all the other studies that are done out there today. All right. I guess it's time to go dive into the meat and potatoes of the show. This is where I've got a whole lot going on. Just downright insanity. It just won't go away because nobody is wanting to admit, nobody in charge is wanting to admit what is really going on. Let's go dive into it. Everybody was come through fighting <laughs> and all Yes, it's time for the Wuhan Discussions. Now, I've had to split this segment into a couple of different sections now because the backpedaling has begun. And the backpedaling is going to get worse and worse. And, well, technically, well, on one aspect worse, but what it means is they have to back out of all kinds of crap they've done in the last two years. The last two years has seen nothing but an erosion of our civil rights, our human dignities, our abilities to be in society, and it's seen an erosion of trust. You've seen people, I, I've seen people that I thought were highly intelligent beings turn into full-on lemmings, and I've seen people that I thought were just lemonic morons. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, you actually do think about things underneath there. You know, it's just, it's really kind of weird 
to have seen what's going on. It has uncovered a lot of stuff, exposed a lot of hidden crap in people in these last two years, especially the last few months. The last few months of the push to create the apartheid society where you've got people that are going, oh, it's okay to take the unvaccinated people and put them in the camps and charge them money. You know, sounds kind of like Nazi Germany to me. You know, how did not, you know, I used to ask the question when I was a kid, you know, how did Nazi Germany come to happen? People wouldn't let that happen again, would they? Well, we now have our answer. Yes, yes, they would. They'll cheer it all the way. So let's get try here. Let's go with Australia is doubling down. Because Australia is trying to lead the way. They've actually done a really good job of leading the way this whole time. You know. And what do we got here? Australia has fallen. Unvaccinated citizens are completely banned from life. We will be expanding proof of vaccination. Let's see this. That effective Monday, January 31. We will be expanding proof of vaccination requirements for visitors to public and private hospitals and aged care facilities. All hospitality venues, including restaurants, cafes, bars, pubs, clubs, taverns, nightclubs, and dining fast food, roadhouses, service stations, and takeaway are exempt. So I'll repeat that. All hospitality venues, including restaurants, cafes, Bars, pubs, clubs, taverns, nightclubs, and dining fast food are included. Roadhouses, service stations, and takeaway are exempt. Indoor entertainment venues, including play centres, gaming and gambling, theatres, concert halls, museums, cinemas, and live music venues. Bottle shops, the entire Crown Perth complex, major stadiums. Yeah, pause that for a moment. Just looking at the uh, mimer back right beside him there she looks so pissed off while doing that she looks like <laughs> you look at her face and it's like <laughs> oh and she puts up the nice symbol of the uh, Illuminati right there god that's just a perfect pause wasn't it symbol of the Illuminati alright let's continue gyms fitness centers and health studios amusement parks and the zoo and Music festivals and large events with more than 500 people unless exempt. There you go. The Aussies have been banned from life. The unvaccinated. And then this is the sort of retards we have out there. Australia is a country with true leadership. We should do that here too. I have no idea what country she's from. Don't care. But. All right. It's just downright sad. And of course, because two pokes and smokes is not enough, three is better, four works well, we need five because four no longer works. At least, not according to Pfizer, or 
Fourth-dose Pfizer is insufficient to ward off Omicron trial, Israeli trial suggests. According to Israel. There we go. I knew I was trying to get that right. You know, they're telling you now that a fourth dose is insufficient to ward off the Omicron, which, of course, is a really bad cold. You know, preliminary data has found the inoculation did increase antibodies. Those with the fourth shot only got only slightly less likely to get the variant. So maybe five is the magic number. Oh, and here's one here. I'm happy to get my sixth booster if this is the result. <laughs> uh, let's see. Death rates are calculated. Um, fully vaccinated, no booster. 13.6. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe. No, well, that's the stats. That's the stats. So I guess the unvaccinated are dying more in uh, Switzerland than, than anywhere else. But usually what happens when they put that out, that's a short term. And when you get the long-term results, it's completely swapped out. So we'll see. If that's the results, that's the results, and so be it. All right. And here we go. The virus's half-life. Let's see what I got here. I completely forget some of these things. I collect these things, and I think I'm going to remember everything I thought at the moment. Oh, here it is. The coronavirus loses 90% of its infectiousness within five minutes of becoming airborne, a new study has suggested. So what's this saying here is somebody coughs into the air. Within five minutes of that cough into the air, 90% of the infectiousness of the virus is gone. So that means there's a 10% chance of a 10% chance, and so your chances of catching it get even fall even further. <coughs> ah. Lots of good questions there. I like this. Is it in an airless lab or in a swirling air of real-world settings? Five minutes would result in very different scenarios. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. One more time on the five shots, gonna do it for sure. Let's see what we got. Israel is the only quadruple-vax country in the world, strongest enforcer of mask mandates and COVID passports. It now has the global record for daily COVID cases. Folks, please don't get angry. We just need to take a talk in a sane, respectful way. We need to allow options. Israel, the only quadruple-vax country in the world, also using mask mandates and COVID passports, just broke the global record for daily COVID cases with over 400 and some odd cases per thousand, per hundred thousand. So we can see how well those vaccines and mask mandates and passports are working out, folks. Virus doesn't care, but it's still the most intelligent virus in the world, you know, because it obviously knows that if you go out to dinner, it doesn't attack you when you sit down to eat dinner. 
It only tries to attack when you're walking across the floor. That's why you got to wear your mask. All right. Now, we've got two other segments here. We've got the hard push and the back and the backpedaling of the Rona. There's some places still doubling down and we we're starting to see some places backpedaling and trying to keep people from thinking this is bad. Basically, they're trying to cover their ass now, you know, so that they don't get as much backlash when the truth fully comes out. And probably hmm, six to eight months is when the true, full truth is going to come out because they're going to start having a hard time explaining while, why no one, near no one, is getting sick in three or four more months. See, because this virus here is running the same course that the 1918 uh, flu pandemic had. And that was, it went bad at the beginning, then it calmed down, then it went bad again, then it calmed down, then it went bad one more time before it calmed down and disappeared. So, we'll see what happens. So, here's the hard push. This is just shy of marching people off, of frog marching people to the chambers, the gas chambers. Here it is. It's time to ramp up pressure on the unvaccinated. <coughs> Let's see what we got here. I got an article. <coughs> Here it is. How hard should Canada be pushing the unvaccinated? Now, I don't know if this should be an opinion piece, but it just says special to global news. This is Canadian news. Okay. Should probably be labeled an opinion piece, but it's a special piece. How hard should Canada be pushing unvaccinated citizens to finally get the jab? Get inoculated against the COVID-19 we should be pushing them extremely hard. We should be persuading and pressuring vaccine holdouts in every way we can think of, educating, incentivizing, penalizing, short of all-out public shaming or frog marching into the clinics and forcing needles into their arms. Yeah, well, that might be next, which, you know, I pray to God it doesn't happen, but I hear some places that they're on verge of doing that. You know, they're starting to charge them. Here's one. Quebec government has a... Controversial plan to impose a health tax of at least $100 on unvaccinated adults. You know, it's like, no, no. Well, you know, if they can do this on that, why can't they impose a health tax on people who go to the liquor store and buy booze, people who smoke cigarettes, people who are fat? Well, the fat ones are easy to pick out. You can't always pick out the ones that go to the liquor store and buy their booze because they've paid cash. They can't track you unless they uh, watch you in there. Although... I caught an article where they're trying to make it, uh, where was that at? I can't remember what city that was in. Where they, to walk into a liquor store, you got to scan a QR code on your phone. You know, so they know who you are walking into the liquor store. So there's that. That's not going to encourage any black markets. Mm -mm, not in the least. You know. All Quebec adults who refuse in the coming weeks to at least get a first dose will be getting a bill. The Premier said Tuesday in announcing the policy. 
Now the question I've got, okay, how do they know which adults don't have it? They're gonna go through everyone's <laughs> medical records. What if a person just hasn't been to a doctor in 20 years? You know, yeah, everyone pays medical, everyone's listed in the medical health plan because you, you sign up for it. So I guess if your health plan doesn't show you've had a vaccine, which means they're going into your personal private medical records to find out this information. Hmm. I think this one is just layered with problems. Now, I'm not a lawyer by any stretch of the imagination. I don't even play one on television or even here on the uh, podcast. I don't play a lawyer. But the thing is, is if they can do that, that's got to be a massive violation of the privacy rights of Canada, not to mention a violation of our constitutional privacies and liberties, is to go into our private medical records to determine whether or not we've had a shot. Because there are people out there that don't talk about their personal private medical issues, you know, no matter what they might be. It's like I, I have yet to ask anyone, have anyone ask me if I'm vaccinated. I've already lined up my answer when they do. I'm going to say, so do you like anal? And then if they get offended, and say, well, you're wanting to share private information here. I figure we'll just jump to the really good stuff instead of start with a irrelevant vaccine. Let's get right into the sexual choice positions. You know, what the hell? You want to share private, private information. Let's, let's really dig into the private information and have some fun. So, it's just, this is insane that they want to do this. You know, the other thing Quebec is doing, of course, Quebec has been leading way in fucking insanity of Canada. But, of course, the frogs are like that. You know, we should have let, let Quebec separate from Canada 20 years ago when they wanted to. Or is it 30? Was it in the 90s? I think it was in the 90s sometime. Quebec wanted to separate from Canada. We should have just fucking let them go. Go be your own country, Quebec. Have fun. The only problem we would have had is been flying over them to get to the stuff on the East Coast, which would have been fine. We'd have figured it out. Here it is. Quebec will require proof of vaccination for all retail stores or 1,500 square meters, with the exception of grocery stores, starting January 24th. I guess that starts next week, which means Walmarts, Lowe's, Home Depots, Costco's, all of those are over 1,500 square meters because they're the big box stores. So basically, this is targeted at every big box store, <laughs> which means that those that don't get a vaccine can't go get and go into Costco or Walmart and save themselves money. They'll have to go to the small mom and pop stores, which could be a boon for the small mom and pop stores, but still for the ones that still survive, I should say, because a lot of them got put out of business in the last two years. All right. You know, and of course, one person's prediction, give it a few weeks until they include grocery shops. It might even include, require it for the purchase of any food, period. Yeah, well, that's a high possibility along the way, considering all the insanity that they've been going on here. Now, here's the one thing that nobody really talks about. Our illustrious prime minister, prime idiot, fucking moron that people elected office, yeah, he's still my prime minister, although I didn't elect him. I did not vote for his ass in the least. No one in his party. Are you looking forward to your 10th booster shot in 2024? 
You will become a non-citizen with no rights if you refuse it. Federal contracts poised to deliver 100 million vaccine doses annually for years. Canada should get enough doses to give two or three more mRNA shots to every Canadian every year until at least 2024. See, the... That's three shots a year. Canada has 33, 34, 35 million people. You know, that's our total population, Canada. 100 million doses annually. That's three shots a year that they're wanting everyone to take <laughs> until 2024. What kind of scam is going on here? That the government has already purchased that. You know, and the funny thing is, is everyone's, oh, it's just government money. You, you do seem to forget where government money comes from. It comes from your pocketbook. You know, it's not free money. It is money that, you know, you have to pay for or that you pay for with, with your uh, tax dollars. That's where all this government money comes from. So it's just downright insanity. You know, so that's really crazy. Okay, here's another one. Whatever you do, don't cough. They're gonna come get you. Unless, of course, this is that video clip I started with. I bet this is the one I started with in the show. Could be. I pulled up so many interesting stuff. Oh, here he is. Oh yeah, this is our illustrious Dr. Do-Gooder. Or symptoms of COVID-19, such as cough. Here you go, I'm bring symptoms. that back. Please, please remember, if your child has any of the core symptoms of COVID-19, such as cough, fever, shortness of breath, or loss of sense of smell or taste, you should assume they have COVID-19 and they're legally required to isolate. Anyone who is feeling ill must stay home and away from others for five or ten days, depending on their immunization status, or until symptoms improve, whichever is longer. Please remember, if your child has any of the core symptoms... So, what they're telling you, you cough or any of the symptoms, that means it says any. It doesn't say all, or most, or part. It says any. So, if you cough, you know, if that cough be caused by dry throat, sinuses... You know, someone squeezed your balls too tight, whatever. You know, you're supposed to stay home, stay away from everyone. Five days, if you've had the fucking vaccine jabbed in your arm, even if it was against your will, you know, against your... It wasn't against your will, sort of. You were coerced. Many people were coerced into this, you know, because they were told you're going to lose your job. You're not going to be able to do this. Many people wanted to continue participating in society by going out to dinner and other things. They were promised their life back when they got this vaccine and then they were lied to because they got their two shots. They were allowed to do it for like two weeks. Everything was open. Then they went, oh, no, you need a third shot. Oh, we got to close everything down. Oh, the infections are going up. Oh, oh. You know, the, goal, the goalposts have been moving since day one. Two weeks to flatten the curve. We are now on two years to flatten the curve. You know, I killed my audience in my, in my other primary podcast simply because I had no place to vent this. I should have started this show right then. Um, but it is what it is. 
know, so if you got the symptoms, you're supposed to stay home, stay away from everyone. All right. Just downright insanity. Just downright insanity. All right. That's the hard push on everything. Let's go dig into some of the backpedaling. Yes, yes, the backpedaling. They're starting to bank water here, folks. They're backing up. They're backing it right up. And they've only just begun. So they got to slow this ship down, man. They've been rowing it at top speed. And now they're starting to bank water, which means they got to slow it down before they can get it, stop moving in the wrong direction. All right. All right. Well, I've hit my lim muscling limit of free articles here. So let's take a look at this one here. European Union regulators warned that frequent COVID-19 booster shots could adversely affect the immune response and may not be feasible. This is coming from the European Union regulators. The repeat booster doses every four months could eventually weaken the immune response and tire out people, <laughs> according to the European Medicines Agency. Instead, countries should leave more time between booster programs and tie them to the onset of the cold season in each hemisphere following the blueprint set out by the flu vaccine strategies. Hmm, I wonder if that's why the flu was like that. At any rate, this is downright insane. They're starting to back it up. They really have to. So... Well, I guess I don't get any more Bloomberg articles. Oh, well, so what? Okay, and they flop on back. Here's the flip-flop. Here's the flop-flip. Flip-flop. Flippity-flip-flop. Flop-flip. Flip-flip. Flip-flip-flop. Flop-flip-flip-flop. There it is. Is Canadian government really now flip-flopping after putting the back in place the vaccine mandate? trucker ban after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down Biden's vaccine. Now, see, there was an article that was before this that was showing that the Canadian government might be backing down. Like, this information's over a week old now. But what can I say? I do this show once a week. I don't do it daily. You know, a week ago, the Canadian government was hinting that they were not going to enforce or they're not going to implement this ban against truckers crossing the border unless they were vaccinated. And that Canadian truckers coming back from the states that weren't vaccinated could come back because, of course, they're Canadians. They're entitled to return to Canada. But they would have to have a test done and 14-day and a 14-day isolation period. Which is funny because they have that and then they call on a five or ten day isolation period in other places. They don't even know what they're doing anymore. They're just making shit up as they go. 
You know, it's it's like it's beyond. They were making it up to begin with, but they're they they've lost track of the shit they've made up. So they're made. It's like it's like telling a lie when you're a kid. You broke something. You tell a lie about it. You know, a few hours later, they come back and ask you again, and you forgot the lie you told. So you got to tell a lie, and you remember. And they catch you in that, and they and they and you have to lie to cover the lie to cover. It. Well, that's basically what's happening now. It's. It's like you start telling the lies and the lies get caught and you got to lie to recover the lie. This is just the bullshit that's going on. It's just downright insane. You know, but what happened was they were expecting that the U.S. was going to have their mandate go into effect. And the problem with that is the U.S. Supreme Court struck that down on Friday last week. And the moment they struck that down, the Canadian government said, we're going to enforce our, our, our ban after all. So, the flip-flop. The super flip-on, flop-on, flip-flip-flop, flop-back-on-flop. Problem is, the Canadian truckers are striking back. They started protesting today. <coughs> all across, they're blocking the borders, making it difficult for anyone to get across the border. All right, here's another one. Bring back the flu. No, that's not it. Okay, there's a song that goes with it. Bring back the flu. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. No, bring back the flu. The flu was so much better. Flu was so much easier to deal with. Well, the flu was what we've been dealing with. They just turned it into something that it isn't. All right. Bringing the flu back. It's kind of amazing how it disappeared for two years. Let's see. To consider flu and other... Here we go. Let's go. We've also got um, to consider flu and other viruses which we've been free of for the last two years. So 2022 is going to be this recalibration. Yeah. Isn't that kind of amazing? Nobody is... Like, I pointed it out last year, you know, a couple of times, especially, you know, during the 2020, 2020-21 winter when when we had like almost zero flu cases literally almost none like five ten a hundred it's like what happened to the flu did we like magically cure the flu and everybody's oh it was all the mask wearing and the cleaning and everything else it's like no no you know the the covid is a coronavirus the flu is a coronavirus the flu is not magically less transmissive than the COVID. It, the COVID replaced the flu. It's like, yeah, okay. It's like, this is just fucking insane. Where we're using all the tools, including oral antivirals, which will hopefully become available in, in February. Um, new, new Oral antivirals. The antivirals existed. The problem with all the antivirals that exist they're out of patent, they can't charge exorbitant sums for them, and they can't be exclusive. But the antivirals, they just approved some antivirals here in Canada. Antiviral pill. They're going to push these next. And now that they have an approved um, treatment course, you know, who knows? New vaccines. I mean, I think we need to be very open to the fact that there will be... Um, We've got fantastic vaccines, but there may well be new vaccine technologies that come before us in 2022. We've also got um, to consider flu and other... There we go. So 
we've got more vaccines and techni- technologies coming. They're going to try to combine the uh, Rona vaccine with the flu vaccine, which is probably, they're probably the same bloody thing to begin with. The difference is now they want them all MNRA, mRNA so they can inject you with God knows what. <clears throat> all right. Here's how to treat the latest version of the Rona, the Omnicron. Dun, dun, dun. It sounds so ominous. The ominous Omnicron. Yep, you treat it with soup, lemon, tea, the usual treatments for the flu. You know, when you had the flu, they told you stay home, take care of yourself, use some lozenges for your sore throat, have some tea, and this comes from an official source of media and that would be our cbc.ca the canadian butt cracks so butt cracks of canada canadian butt cracks dot canada yeah that's about right canadian butt cracks all right let's boast this up here are you prepared if you get the covid19 experts say most canadians will be exposed to the virus at some point Here's how to make the isolation and illness a little easier if you get sick. To be prepared, consider keeping on top of your chores so you're not dealing with them when you, while you're sick. Mm, yeah, that's pretty normal. Stocking up on soups, decaf teas, honey, lemon, lime to help nourish and hydrate yourself. And it shouldn't be decaf teas because the caffeine actually helps you. Purchasing lozenges in case you get a sore throat. And maybe stock up on some echinacea, some um, elderberry, um, things that uh, I don't have it here. I have it up at the Oasis. I got to get some stuff here just for those things to happen here. All right. And, of course, I love someone's, Dear Premier, please reopen. I have lozenges. Thousands of Canadians who have died may dispute your uninformed assessment. Thousands of Canadians have died from the Omicron variants. Yeah, so you see, it, the, the, they got so much insanity going on here. You don't even, don't even want to figure out how they do this crap. It's just insane. All right, let's exit from the Kung Flu fighting. Everybody was Kung Flu fighting. <laughs> and all in Wuhan dying. All right. Oh, before we can exit it, though, I do got to go on about something that I meant to because I made a comment in my face crack uh, this evening. People were arguing over the fact that it's not, you know, our food shortages and other things that we're starting to see on the shelves because of the supply line problems and breakdowns are not the fault of the president of the United States, the current moron that is there due to the the false um, election stuff that went on, the scam of an election and all of that other crap that was happened. And then our prime idiot in Canada, our prime minister, they were <coughs> they were claiming that neither the president nor the prime minister were responsible for any of these problems. And I care to differ on that. Because even if they're not directly 
the person who fucked up the supply lines, they are indirectly responsible for fucking up the supply lines due to their implementation of these lockdowns and continuing these lockdowns and causing people to not be able to do anything, attend their jobs, creating fear and panic amongst everyone, and uh, demonizing those that choose not to get vaccinated, that choose not to be injected with an experimental product that has shown no proof of efficacy, has shown no proof of long-term um, issues, and they just prefer not to inject something into their body without knowing what it does. Now, I do like the, to see everyone, well, you know, what if nobody took the polio vaccine or whatever? Well, yeah, well, if you had to take the polio vaccine three times in a year and still people were getting polo, polio, I'd be kind of concerned about that vaccine, wouldn't you? But you've got this problem here, and then they've got um, the breakdown, you know. What's going to happen in Canada because our prime, it is, our prime idiot who has control over the ability to implement this policy of unvaccinated drivers not being able to cross the border. He could have eliminated that policy and let continue to let the truckers cross the border as they had been for two goddamn years throughout the peak of this when there were no vaccines and people were dying from a much more severe variant of this disease. The initial variant that was released into the wild by the Wuhan lab which was actually pretty deadly. Initially, there were two variants released. There was the uh, L and the S strain, the L strain being the lethal strain and the S strain being the safe strain or the inoculate strain. And it was kind of hard to know which one you were going to get. And unfortunately, lots of people got the L strain. So the problem is, is that now the world is settling down and this virus is settling down to become something that we have to live with. It's becoming endemic into our society. It's not going to go away. Admit it. It's like the cold. It's like the flu as we knew it. It is now the new flu. Although they're going to they're going to resurrect the flu because their sales of uh, flu vaccines have been lagging the last two years. They got to resurrect it because everyone's been so worried about the COVID. They got to pump them together, get their money ups. Although they've made so many billions of dollars off this, the pharmaceutical companies own all the governments of the fucking planet now. You know, and the pharmaceutical companies are probably owned by BlackRock and uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember the uh, BlackRock and the other company. They, they probably own the pharmaceutical companies. It means BlackRock pretty much owns the fucking planet now. Um, and BlackRock's probably owned by six goddamn people. I don't, I don't know all of that about BlackRock, but it's something to dig into. You want a rabbit hole? Go search up BlackRock and uh, uh, Vanguard. That's it. Vanguard and BlackRock. Go search them up. They're a fucking black hole and a rabbit hole so deep. If you fall into it, you may never get out of it again. They do need people to run the planet. So they can't completely crush everyone. They'll crush them as much as they possibly can, but they still need them to run the planet. So at any rate, it is the prime minister's fault, and it is the president's fault. And it is the prime minister of all of Australia, uh, England, 
um, the president of France and whatever their leader is called across the globe, the leader of every country in the globe is ultimately responsible. Look at what the leader of Mexico is doing. He's not enforcing any of this stupid crap. And he's got a pretty happy population for the most part. People wear masks. People don't wear masks. Some places enforce them. Everyone makes their choices as it should be. People are intelligent enough to make their choices if you give them the right information to make those choices. All right. I need to take a break. I got to go refill my, uh, refill my drink, drain my little squirrel bladder, and come right back. I think we need a little bit of Muzak to carry us through till I get back. All week long you've been working hard in the factory or the shipyard. At construction you are employed The weekend's here, now you're overjoyed With thoughts of A boisterous Saturday night It's the boys' night to howl And the girls' night to prowl It's the blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night A chance to let off steam A chance to holler and scream It's the blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night All week long you've been longing for That whistle to blow, get out that door A quick shower, and if I ask me Rev up the car and make her wheels squeak Heading for a boisterous Saturday night It's the boys not to have And the girls not to proud It's the blue-collar workers Saturday night A chance to let off steam A chance to holler and scream It's the blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night Get lucky, you'll find romance Drink too much of that, I'm sure Wake next morning with your head so sore All called by A boisterous Saturday night It's the boys not to have And the girls not to proud It's the blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night A chance to let off steam Chance to holler and scream It's blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night It's the boys not to howl And the girls not to prowl It's blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night A chance to let off steam A chance to holler and scream It's blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night There we have it. It is time to carry on for the last hour of the show. One is the loneliest number. 
Seems there's nobody here to share it all with me tonight. Maybe some people will come on in afterwards and enjoy the show. If you do enjoy the show, hey, you're getting some value out of it. Don't forget, this is a value for value show. And uh, to get that value, you know, you get in a value. If you get any value from this, if it's worth anything to you, show what you feel it is worth. Go on over to the roguestavern.com, buy something from the store, you know, donate directly to us. I got to set up a donation page on there. You know, send an email, leave a comment here, share it out with people, whatever you think is valuable to it. We'd greatly appreciate you letting us know. It would be just really cool to have some people talking about things. I think we want to go into the amount of stupid in the world. You fools, you stupid fools. There's just so many of them out there. All right, first off, I think we need to lighten the load and let's just go. Yeah, let's look at these two before we go laugh at some libtards. All right. Well, my comment was they were just hitting direct now. So what was it? What was this one all about? I bring so much stuff here and all I do is leave myself small things here. Problem is, this isn't my only concern. I have so many other things I concern with. Oh God, yeah. This is the, you've got, you've got the insanity that you've seen going on at Christmas time where they were mugging and robbing all the stores. Well, they've cleaned the stores out so now they're just going straight to the fucking train cars. Look at these people. They're just, they, they robbing the train cars while the train's, the train's actually moving now. They pile on the trains, they're unloading stuff fast as they possibly can. What, is it, what the hell are they fucking going to do with a giant television set? You see the in morons carrying away TV sets and other big giant items. There goes, there goes two, another one right there. It's just fucking insanity. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The other great thing is, look at the people that are doing this. Do you see something wrong with the people that are doing this? There's just some, look at this. Look at them. They're just piled up there. All of them. All of them. Quick, quick, quick. Grab it, grab it, grab it. And they're just chucking shit off the train. All those illustrious people of color, man. Oh, oh man. It's, it's just fucking insanity. Now, I got this stuff here before it even became mainstream. About a day or so. day or so, I was pulling all this stuff. It, it, started, it started hitting all my feeds like last, uh, I think it was last week and just after the show is when I started seeing this. So by the time it got around to the show this week, it's been all over. It's, it's in the mainstream now. It's everywhere. This is the problem with the mainstream media. Until they can't avoid it anymore, they will. Especially when it is directed. And the one thing I have noticed about the mainstream media is they haven't played any of these videos showing the people that are actually doing the looting. All they're showing is the mess left behind because these people doing the looting, they're only taking the stuff that they think is valuable. You know, they're leaving behind all kinds of packages, unopened little flat packages, which is I find amusing leaving the flat packages. Those ones might actually have cash or something else in them. But 
you know, they're only taking this stuff. And they're just leaving boxes upon boxes of crap strewn everywhere. You know, we can just go looting the train. Let's go with looting here and see. I bet there's a shitload here more under looting. I haven't even followed one of these things. Okay, that's the looting on that one. That's the looting on that one. See, here, here's what the mainstream media is showing you. They're showing you this shit here. Of the tracks just looted with this crap. Or littered with this crap. Amazon boxes. So if you live somewhere on the... Look at that face masks. Boxes of face masks all over. And this is just miles. Miles all of this crap. There was one I saw where the train was running over this shit. And the train was almost derailed. Running over all the boxes and crap that was on the road. You could see the wheels popping up off the tracks. You see the rail wheels popping right up off the tracks as it was going by. You know, the only way they're going to be able to sift that stuff through there. Now, if you're on, if you live anywhere near these central junction points and you're expecting boxes of stuff from Amazon or anyone else, and it's not arriving, this is probably why. It's fucking insane. <coughs> All right, and here's one for you. The narcissism of women. This one here is full-blown, 100% narcissism at its fucking maximum degree. Now, there are men that do this, but women, more so than anything. A woman taking selfies on the back of her car while it sinks into the fucking river. Didn't give a fuck about her life. Cars rolling down the river, sinking into the river, and she's standing on the back of her car. No, that's not it. That's the wrong one. Wrong video. There it is, right there. Oh, that's not the video. That's her standing on the back of her car, sinking into the river, taking selfies. It's like, no, let's not get off the car. Just insane. Insane narcissism. Look at me, look at me. Hey, look at me. I survived my car sinking. I'm on the back of my car while it fucking uh, sinks into the river because I was driving it on ice. <clears throat> Ah, oh, fuck. Downright insane. Ah. Uh-oh. Somebody popped in here. Human-shaped ants. Yeah, it would be a shame if they got hit by the train. Hey, look, I have comments in here to chat on. That's good, because it's fucking, it was getting lonely in here. First hour was really great. Bloody lonely, though. I wonder, would that many people cause it to... <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, trains were big on this island once upon a time when I was younger. Yeah, that's sinking. All right. No, unfortunately, she didn't win the Darwin Award. Somebody saved her silly little ass. All right. It's time to go laugh at libtards. This is going to become one of my favorite pieces because 
I see these and I want to save them individually and it's like, why bother? I'll just go to um, the libs of TikTok, laughing at libtards. You know, the libs of TikTok <clears throat> because there's so many things here and they just change so often. You know, all right, let's see what this one is. This is evil. This is wrong. The Republicans have to stop. I'm terrified. Listen to me, Republicans. Listen. <laughs> you are the people in history they warned us about. They All right, we're not going to listen to five minutes of that. <laughs> I, like the, I like that the creator of, of, of at libs of TikTok gives her first TV interview. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, no, no, no. That's not one that I really want to do. America's ugliest Confederate statue. Racism isn't. Um, abuse of minors to make adults feel better. No. Teacher. I guess I'm going to have to section out a couple of the really good ones when, they, when I come across them. I guess they've just got so many posts. It's like they got so much stuff. Oh, here, here's, a, here's a good libtard. They fired nurses for refusing a vaccine, which led to a nurse shortage, so now COVID-positive nurses are being asked to work. Make it make sense. You know? Yep. You can't make it make sense. Oh, dear God. Really? Did, did I just see what I thought I saw? I did. We'll let it play again. A Guinness world record for putting masks on the fastest. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, the bear shells Biden. Yeah. Uh-oh. What do we got here? Let's find a couple others here and see what we got. Well, TikTok is almost entirely lives and thoughts, but you'd be surprised. There's a lot of conservatives on TikTok trying to make use of it to make a buck. I'm about to start using TikTok for the tavern because, you know, while I can laugh at libtards, hey, they spend money too. So if I can convince them to come buy my shit, you know, all they got to do is not watch this show and just go to the Rogue's Tavern and all the other stuff that is not all of this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep all of this insanity a little separate from the business. It, it can't, I can't separate it entirely. I mean, eventually they'll figure it out, and then what will happen is I'll get a whole bunch of negative press, which, of course, will lead to more positive press from the people who have their brain open. So... Uh, let's see here. No, no, no. Don't be a Covidosaurus. Be a Maskosaurus. Whatever that is. Okay. Um. 
All right. Small business owner. and Oh, here, here we go. This is where they're leading us to the apartheid situation. This is a and full we're bump. we're being closed off by this cost. Hello, my name is Ella Nahum, and I'm a student at New West Charter School, and I'm here with five other girls. Um, four of them are freshmen, one is a junior, I'm a sophomore, and we're being uh, threatened to be suspended because we don't have the COVID-19 vaccine, and we're being um, refused of the right to attend school. We feel segregated and discriminated. And we're being closed off by this caution tape <laughs> thing. We're being segregated from the rest of the school. Um, yeah. Hello, my name is Ellen. This is where it's leading. For those that are strong enough to stand up and announce to the world their lack of vaccination status, this is where it's leading. And people are getting behind it. Welcome to Nazi Germany on fucking steroids. God, Hitler would be, he'd be creaming his jeans, the shit he could pull off right now. Fucking Goobles, Goobles and the Hitler, man. They're like, oh, wow, so exciting. I can't believe the fucking world falls for this again. All they had to do was come up with a whole new way to do it. Oh, absolutely. TikTok censors as much as Twitter, and they have to because, you know, TikTok is Chinese-owned. You know, that's part of the reason I hadn't gone there fully yet because, you know, they, they, they gather even more personal data than and fucking uh, Twitter does and they it goes direct into China versus uh, Twitter's a roundabout way to get there everything goes to China eventually but hmm. alright oh this one here is this one here is very interesting this is a full on this one here is a full on business in Portland going on about why he's closing down his business because of the libtards of Oregon. You know, it's my restaurant that was going to be closing down because Portland's turned into a shithole. But last night, people came in and robbed it, stole a bunch of equipment, ransacked the place. So I'm here cleaning up. You know, I honestly used to love this town. With the rise in crime and homelessness, drug abuse, depression, isn't despite all these progressive policies, it's direct result of these progressive policies. Same thing for Seattle, LA, Minneapolis, DC, New York, San Francisco, on and on and on. Let me show you just on my way here what I had to drive by in order to get here. Before you say I'm some sort of uncompassionate person talking about the homeless, I don't think there's anything compassionate with letting people live in filth and on the side of the freeway. I don't think there's any compassion enabling drug abuse and substance abuse. I don't think there's any compassion with parents that have to sweep the soccer fields before they let their little kids play soccer because there's so many hypodermic needles around. I don't think there's any compassion about businesses being fearful of their employees walking to and from their car. I don't think that's compassionate at all. Oregon and Portland holds itself as the darling child of the progressive cities and progressive states. But they also are the lowest in the country in terms of public school ranking. Highest in the country in terms of depression, substance abuse, mental illness issues. Couple that with the fact that they rank the lowest in support for drug abuse and mental illness. What do you expect would happen when you decriminalize drugs? When you villainize the police and defund the police? When you allow looting and rioting if it's done in the name of social justice? When you foster and normalize homelessness and drug abuse? I don't wish these things would be true, but it is. You can't vote on and put policies in place because they sound good. You have to do what works. My hometown, my home state doesn't look anything I got used to. 
we've had one party in charge of both for so many decades. This is the compounding result. Please let this serve as a canary in the coal mine. Don't let these toxic ideologies permeate into your towns, into your states. Don't let anybody cloak progressive policies under the term of compassion. It's anything but. If anybody feels inclined to disagree with me, instead of just hiding behind your keyboard and putting something in the comments, put a date and time that you want to live debate me. I don't care how big of a creator you are. I don't care if you're a politician. I don't care if you're... Cuts off right there. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I thought that was a very interesting one because he's going on about... He's had a, he had a very viable business. He liked Portland. I've been to Portland way back in the late 80s. I lived in late 80s, early 90s. I lived in Eugene, Oregon. Went to Portland a couple times. Very nice city at that time. Beautiful place. Gorgeous. Intelligent. They had just started beginning with these idiotic fucking policies. So they hadn't trashed the place yet. People were still well-behaved, respectful, Businesses everywhere, doing, thriving, gorgeous place. Now, it's a shithole that is only, that's third only to fucking San Francisco and Seattle. Maybe, no, maybe it's fourth. Because you've got San Francisco, LA, Seattle, and then Portland. Which are the four major cities on the West Coast. You know, for all the libtards. Those are the four major libtard cities on the West Coast. And they used to be fucking jewels. I've been to L.A. a couple times. I didn't like it. Overly large city. I spent years in Seattle. Some time in Portland. San Francisco I've never been to. So I have no, I have no claim on San Francisco as to what it was. <laughs> but the libtards have fucking destroyed it all. Now here's a fucking insane one. They are coming for your pets, folks. They want your pets. The possibility, the possibility of Samantha Shapiro's rescue dog getting severely sick from COVID is her worst nightmare. Because she is much older, um, absolutely. I think she is a lot more susceptible um, to it. To ease the fear, she wants her staffing vaccinated. I would feel like so helpless and so defenseless knowing that possibly there was something that possibly could have saved her. Would you vaccinate your pets? Absolutely, why not? I absolutely would. Well, I don't. The possibility of... Is that fucking insanity, folks? Vaccinate your pet from COVID-19. It's not, it's not a cross-species virus. You know... Oh, it's fucking insane. And then scare some poor kid whose dog it is, you know. <laughs> Fucking insanity. Let's see what else we got here in the libtards. Oh, we're not going to watch this some fucking insane teacher. That one's fucking downright retarded. Oh, let's see here. What? Kentucky requires a race quota for school council, even if it means ignoring the results of an election. Oh, good. So elections are no longer valid unless they vote for the right people. Wonder how long it'll take them to mandate this go into fucking full law uh, to, the, to the rest of the world. Let's read this. I hadn't seen this one. 
Northside school parents, our school is greatly enriched by the diversity of our community and it's important for our school council to reflect that diversity. The most recent elections have not resulted in any minority members on the council. All right. Did they run? Were they worthy? Did they have enough people that would vote for them? I mean, come on. These are obvious questions to ask first. You know. All right. Um, Kentucky law requires all schools with 8% or more minority students to seek a minority parent representative. Pursuant thereto, I am calling for the election of an additional minority parent. Our teachers will also select an additional teacher representative as well. Minority parent candidates in this election must come from one of these ethnic groups. The American Indian, the Alaskan Native, the African American, the Hispanic, including persons of Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, or Central and South American origin, a Pacific Islander or other ethnic group underrepresented in the school. The minority parent member of the council is elected by all parents and receives training each year that he or she serves. A new council member will serve from March until June. Minority members may seek re-election if they wish. Well, at least they didn't throw the other people off the board. We're just going to bring on another board member because, you know, we didn't get one. Maybe none of them chose to run because they didn't feel like they wanted to or they were happy with the way it was being run. Holy crap. The world's fucked. Kentucky's screwed up, man. Kentucky needs to fix that. Fix that quick. I'm not even going to go into that one. It's just insane. Assume your kids are always assume they're straight until they prove otherwise. And they shouldn't prove otherwise till they're somewhere past their teen years when their brain actually starts to function. Because their brain doesn't start to function till, well, girls start to function truly in their 20s. But they, they start to get some function in their brains around 18. That's when they start to get function in their brains. They make less stupid decisions at 18 than they did at 16 or 12 or 10 or 11 or what the hell let's make it four years old they know exactly what they're fucking talking about hell let's lower the fucking i love this thing uh they, they talk about lowering the um lowering the voting age let's bring the voting age down to 16 all right well let's bring the drinking age down to 16 too let's bring the uh um let's bring the age of uh Partying, booze, uh, drugs, everything. Let's bring it all down. No, 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 no. They can't do. They can't drink until they're 18 in the states. They can't drink till they're 21. But we want them to vote at 16. It's like, okay, what you're telling me then is they're old enough to make life-altering decisions at 16, or in some cases they can make life-altering decisions about their sexual change at 14 or 12 or some other stupid things I've heard. But yet they can't make the decision to drink booze or smoke cigarettes or do many other things until they're 18 or 21. Yeah, makes sense of that one, folks. Yeah, it's like... Okay. All right. Let's see. Shunned debutoning straight. That seems deadly in a few ways. Let's see here. What am I missing in the chat? Chat's going on, man. I'm missing it all. All right. Yeah, I know I have, a, have some dive, but not nearly as some people were saying. When you see those morons, you want to have... <laughs> yeah, age of consent. There you go. All right. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to reserve some of the ones out. They've just put up so much shit here. This, these are all of these ones here in the last day. And, of course, I see so much really good ones earlier in the week. Oh, here's something that's really <laughs> fucked up. Australia is working to convince 14-year-old kids whose parents have told them not to get the jab to go behind their parents' back. And, of course, it's a... It's a gay couple dating there, obviously gay at 14, and um, go behind their parents' back and go get the jab because I want to go out someplace else with you, and you don't have to have your parents. We can take you on a vax date. Yay, let's go get a vax date. All right, honey, off we go. We're going to get you vaxxed. The hell with your parents and what they say and what they're trying to do to preserve you. So when you get older and something's gone wrong and you blame your parents for it and your parents go I tried to stop you honey you went behind my back and did it anyway well why didn't you stop me because you snuck behind my back and did it anyway because the government took away my powers as a parent to determine what I thought was the best thing for your life and the governments are doing that all over the world they really want to Okay, here we go. This is one of the libtards on trying to destigmatize pedophilia because they want to normalize pedophilia. Hey, baby, what's your fantasy? Maybe, like me, you're in stuffies and passies and being little. Maybe you dream of discipline. Maybe you love leather. Maybe you really do want to know what Jesus would do if you were not him. Whatever your fantasy is, consider joining us for Fantasy is Not Abuse, a sexual liberation panel and fundraiser. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. That's just wrong. Trying to normalize pedophilia. Um, thinking of which, though, and I know I saved the article. I may have to just go look it up again. Russia's doing it right. Where did I put the article? I know it. This is a really great one. All right. Not all heroes wear capes, man. It's time to exit this anyway. I've had enough of the libtards. A Russian father who was suspected of stabbing a pedophile friend to death after discovering he had raped his daughter, six years old, will not be charged with murder. <laughs> I can't pronounce that. Sorry, dude. Attacked his former friend Oleg last year. Marchosov attacked Sidrovov after learning he had sexually abused his daughter. Marchosov killed the pedophile after seeing graphic evidence on a friend's phone. The former rocket factory engineer will not be convicted for his murder. But now he faces prosecution charges for inciting Sidrodov to commit suicide. <laughs> That's nice. Pedophile committed suicide with bullets into the back of his head. I love it. <laughs> his body was found in a shallow grave he appeared to have dug himself. That one there is just awesome. That's what hap should happen to all pedophiles. Every one of them out there. 
I love it and that they're not going to charge him and chances are he's probably going to get off on this incitement to commit suicide. <laughs> there were several articles on this on the web. It was just really quite good. Really quite good to see. Very exciting. <laughs> yep, that's why they're trying to break Russia because Russia's still doing the right thing. Even when they're doing the wrong thing, they're still doing the right thing. They, they still have all the fucking testosterone. You know, it's like the difference between the Russian uh, military ads and the uh, Canadian or the uh, American military ads. You know, of course, the two biggest armies. I wish I still had that one handy. We did a show on that one way back last year comparing the two. And it was just so insane, the difference between the Russian and the American in so many ways. All right, let's see where else can I go with this sort of insanity. All right, what have I got? Well, that covers all the world of stupidity. Here's some old news. I need to clear this out since I'm clearing out crap. Got an article here on contradictory info, a couple of articles there, contradictory info on food production. And this is from the same place that produced it. And this is from November, so it's old news. The USDA raises corn crops guess and lowers the soybean outlook. Okay, so they were guessing at what the corn crop was going to be at the end of last year, and they lowered the soybean outlook because it had come in. And, of course, this is, we were talking about this early last year, there was already going to be a shortage of food coming into the spring of this year as more people realized that we had some really low crops coming in. And these things are happening. Now, the other article here, is that the harvest for 2021 concludes with impressive yields. Yet, this is November 11th. This one was November 9th. So, first they say the lo so lower soybean outlook, and they raise the corn crop gas. Three days later, is that it concludes with impressive yields. And they're saying the soybean farmers are impressed with their yield averages. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you just say that they lowered the outlook? <coughs> they raised the corn, but they lowered the... It's like... Uh, you guys are... You guys are... You're the same fucking art magazine or online source for this stuff, for uh, ag news in, in America, and yet you can't keep your fucking stories correct. Or you're changing them so often, you're not even reading the stuff you put out there anymore. At any rate, this is a, this is a problem. This, this combined with the problems uh, that I discussed earlier in the show about the supply line issues and the fact that truckers aren't going to be crossing the border. Now, a discussion I heard earlier on a show about this problem is, of course, coming from Canada to the United States, I'm not sure what we ship to the United States from Canada. I'm really not. We might be shipping them grains Oil, a lot of oil is shipped to the states via pipeline, although they shut down the Keystone Pipeline. So a lot of oil is shipped by rail. So I don't know how much is shipped by truck. 
foodstuffs. We don't manufacture anything in Canada, really, that I know of. So, and we definitely don't grow shit in the winter, for the most part, except in a few greenhouses. But, coming from the States to Canada, whole nother story. Because a good, large chunk, almost all of our, pro- our produce in the wintertime comes from the States. Comes from uh, U.S. or Mexico. California or Mexico, almost all our produce comes in, along with a lot of our manufactured goods and a lot of other goods that come in through ports through Seattle and then to Canada. In fact, one of my major suppliers for things that I ordered, I should have ordered a bunch of stuff. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I guess I'll have to pick another supplier because they won't be able to get it into Canada unless they've got their own trucking system now. Um, At any rate... There's a whole lot of crazy that's going on in the world, and we really don't know what's going to happen. All right, I'm running out on showtime. It's a little boring here by myself. Murr, she showed up for the chats. Thanks for showing up for the chat, Murr. Greatly appreciate it. It's uh, added a little more entertainment in here. And uh, what's that name in there? Domine? Donnie Shoko. Donnie Show. Donnie Show. Thanks for showing up, Donnie Show. You added to the discussion. Really greatly appreciate it. All those sorts of things are great. Get out there. Share it with other people. Let us know what you think. Now, there's going to be some fun things coming from the uh, Oasis soon. My freeze dryer got delivered today. I'm so happy about that. I get to take a look at that tomorrow when I get up to the Oasis. Start setting it up. So within the next week or two, I will have my first freeze-dried items coming out of the Oasis. What should I freeze-dry first, folks? Somebody pop some things into the chat thing. All right. What have I got left here? We've had so much entertainment. I brought enough TikTok videos that, that covers for the lack of the kids here. I don't have anything really... Yeah, Murr's stuff here, Amber's stuff on the tech stuff. We can try to clear out her crap in the next show, plus whatever else shows up. It has been truly entertaining, keeping it alive all by my lonesome for two hours, and clearing out so much other stuff. I didn't get around to my out-of-place artifacts, but that stuff is timeless. That stuff can be any old time when we need to fill up stuff. Comet K2, I've got to go down that rabbit hole and pull up some more stuff about Comet K2. I've got something here on time travel in the notes that still needs to be worked on. And I have covered up pretty much everything else. All right, I think I'm going to call it a night at that and uh, just check it on out. So thanks, everyone, for showing up. I greatly appreciate your time here on the show. If you like it, share it. Tell everyone about it. Bring more folks into the show. And remember, it is a value for value show. All right, let's carry it out of here with some days of thunder. These are the days of thunder. We're going to make time stand still.
righty, folks. That's all I got now. Take care. Bye-bye. Adios, mofo.